Good morning, Urban Village Church. My name's D'Angelo Smith. And if you refer to me, you can refer to me with they, them pronouns. I have the privilege of serving as your site pastor of Wicker Park and High Park locations. Let's just jump right in with prayer and let's explore Yehovah Rofa and God who heals. God who heals. Show yourself even the more to us today. Yehovah Rofa, we need you more than ever in these trying times and in this time of transition where we seem like we have a little hope, a little more hope of healing of this land. Heal our hearts as we speak and let the meditations of my heart and my words be acceptable in your sight. In your many names, I pray. Amen. So before we begin, let's talk about what happened before uh, these three days within our text. We see that the Israelites were captive in Egypt and they were enslaved by the Egyptians and God calls forth Moses to be the prophet to usher in deliverance for the Israelites. And he goes to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And Pharaoh, with his hardened heart, doesn't let the Israelites go. So Pharaoh comes back every time and give warning about the disasters, the plagues, the death and the violence that will be be beseeched upon um, the Egyptians if Pharaoh doesn't let the Israelites go. So, huh, finally, Pharaoh lets the Israelites go after experiencing so much trauma and as they are approaching the Red Sea, they look back and see Pharaoh's army coming after them. And they begin to complain to Moses, like, why would you even take us out of here, man? What's going on? Like, if we were going to be killed, we could have stayed in Egypt and been slaves. What's going on? And God, the deliverer, shows up for Moses and says, stretch out your rod and he stretched out his rod and the Red Sea parted and they walked on dry land into the land of freedom. And they looked back and the waters came crashing down on the Egyptian soldiers, killing them. They praised God for this deliverance and then they started their journey into the wilderness. Now we're three days in, and now here's our text. 
Just wanted to give you some background of that. This is the first time the name God who heals is used in the Bible, although it is not the first time God acts as healer. It is interesting in this story that the healing is not a physical illness, but of justice and injustice. The plagues of the Egyptians were representative of their oppression. And the healing of the Israelites are the healing that they are experiencing is that of their liberation from enslavement. They have been without water for three days, but the desperation comes when, when they encounter water that turns out to be not of use to them. How many times do we endure for a long time, then think we are at the end, and if it turns out the time of struggle is not actually over, we lose it. <laughs> I know I do. I know I do. And these past few weeks of being in the unknown and facing struggle in my personal life, I lost it. And this week, meditating on God who heals allowed me to look deeper for the healer in my life. These transitional times are hard, frustrating, and can cause hopelessness. An emotional state in this country, this that people in this country are so keen to and, 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 and it resonates with us right now. Healing is not always about physical illness. Let me say that again. Healing is not always about physical illness. Look at our text today. It teaches us plainly that healing is not always about physical illness. And in our text today, it is about justice. It is about the healing of the land, of, of, of things that we need. Healing of our struggle. Yes, I believe in miracles of physical healing. And at the same time, I believe God is more concern about the healing of our heart. Also, God is concerned about justice. God is the God of bringing healing to the oppressed. Water, the symbol in our text, is a significant justice issue in our world that would easily be, that could easily be explored 
through the intersections of bitter water and the expansiveness of God, the abundance of God. Sometimes it is hard to see the promise of healing. It is hard to see this promise for many reasons. And one is how long, oh Lord, how long? Whew. I know that I've been waiting for some healing for some time. Too long, if you ask me. Waiting is not easy and it is very uncomfortable. Last week, it was announced that the char that charges would be filed against ex-Governor Snyder and others in the poisoning of Flint, Michigan's water. How is accountability and truth a part of God's healing? There are many people within our government that need to be held accountable so that others can heal. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if you need to hold someone accountable or you need to hold yourself accountable to experience some healing today. Let God who heals be revealed even the more. Many of us have experienced loved ones' death over the past year until today. We have experienced racial incited crimes and bias. How long, O oh Lord, with you, will you withhold healing from us? It is a question many may be asking. The Israelites were asking similar questions at Mara. They were three days out of escaping their enslaver after having seen their enslavers be subject to numerous illness, death, and violence which in some ways might have been satisfying for, for them, but also, also seems like it made them wonder about who God is and how God works. This sounds so familiar. Through these times of these two pandemics of COVID-19 and white supremacy. I know that I have been wondering about who God is and how God works. Longing for a healing that has yet to come. Where in your life do you need the healer to show up? Where do you see in the community that the healer needs to show up? God gives Moses nature, a tree, to throw into the bitter waters to make them sweet. 
God uses what is around the Israelites to bring healing to their situation. I wonder if our healing is closer than we think. I wonder if we have been missing out on healing by focusing on our complaints. Don't get me wrong, I like to complain sometimes. Well, some people would think a lot more than I think I like to complain. Anyway, I will start to wrap up with a quote from Steve Rodahaven. How did the bitter water become sweet? Yahweh, the giver of the tree. How does one become Yahweh-centered? The answer is Yahweh, the giver of the Torah. I am Yahweh, the one who heals you. Yahweh is the one who heals the heart, who is able to transform the bitter waters of the heart to waters of renewal. Again, notice that this internal transformation is the main point of our text. For Yahweh does not say, I am Yahweh, the God who heals the water. But I am Yahweh, the one who heals you. May we contemplate how God can heal us. May we look around us and see if there is healing instruments present in our lives already. May the God who heals you show up even the more. Amen. <laughs>